Howdy, howdy, and welcome once again to the Run of the Mills podcast. My name is Mike, and um, hey, we're keeping up with the king. We're in Matthew chapter 5, and we're going to finish chapter 5 today. At least that's my goal, which um, may or may not be accomplished. But that's my goal. So, hey, I'll quit talking about my goal and just do it. So, hey, we're in chapter 5, verse 43, and I'm going to read the whole thing again. We read this last time, verse 43 to 48, but I wanted to touch on a couple things as we finish it up. He says, you've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, reward you. What reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Okay, so let's uh, let's go back and we'll kind of zoom through this and uh, touch on a few things. He says, you have heard it said that you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. We talked about that extensively last time. Um, and so Let's just keep going. He says, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about this one because uh, this question of love is often difficult. And I, and I mentioned last time how I like that he points out, you know, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. And, and I don't know about you, but... Most people I know in our modern culture, I, I don't think they consider themselves to have many enemies. You know, if there's somebody that they don't like, they just move on. You know, go to a different job, move away. Uh, just they just don't contact that person. Um, but there's others that have you know issues with family members and this and that, and and uh, you know, or again, issues with coworkers. And these are great things to keep in mind to love, love you know, to love them, you know. And again, this is not a feeling thing. It's not saying, well, I don't feel like I love them. Well, clearly not. They're your enemy. So these are not things he says feel like, feel loving about them. No, he says, bless them that who curse you, right? So so look for ways to be a blessing to them and do good to those who hate you. It doesn't say feel good about those who hate you. It says do good and pray for those who spitefully use and persecute you. Now, in the last couple of years, I've noticed something. I have noticed something about Christians and, well, Christians, let's just say this. I have seen Christians that loved the president two years ago and hate the president now. I've seen presidents that hated the president, Christians who hated the president two years ago and now love the president now. And of course, there are shades in between. But what I found fascinating was how many Christians whose houses I was at, when I was there with the, the president they loved, would have little signs around their house saying, pray for the president, pray for Trump, pray for the president. And I can't say that I've seen in any of those people's houses now, pray for Biden. Remember for pray for the president, pray for our president. And I heard a lot of bad mouthing of the former president and smack talking by Christians then talking in very negative terms, very disparaging terms 
um, towards the former president and now glowing terms about the president. And I and, and the opposite, where I heard people talking in glowing terms about the last president and very negative terms now. And and I have to check myself when I whenever I'm especially well just in general because I don't want to I don't want to speak evil of anybody. You know, there's been Christians who have been saying horrible things about the president present president and there were Christians saying horrible things about the past president. Sometimes they'll say, well, it's okay because they're true. And there's a difference between stating what somebody said or, you know, quoting them or or talking about this is what this person's policies are and name calling, belittling, etc., um, calling people, you know, horrible names and um, making up uh, derogatory chants and teaching them to their children. And so the question we have to ask ourselves is this, is this the loving behavior? Is this, is this the loving behavior? Is this what Jesus is talking about? Because we've got to check ourselves, right? Because that's the problem is that the Christians get a bad name because, um, well, because we don't pay attention to what God said. So if we read the rest of this, he said, he says, um, you know, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. Now, now, this is, if we read what we read next, we'll see this. He says, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and send rain on the just and on the unjust. See, what he's saying here is God's treatment of people, his provision for people with rain and with sun, things that we need for growth, it happens on both, right? Um, Jesus died for who? Well, everybody. And so I think the point that he's making here is this. Let your rain and your sunshine fall on both. Let it fall on who? Well, everybody. Don't be a picky and a chooser and pick and choose who you're going to love and who you're not, who you're going to bless and who you're not. Look to bless people. Look to love people. And he, I think this is clearly what he says because he goes on. He says, for if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even tax collectors do the same? So he's saying, look, if you love people that love you, what reward have you? I mean, you're just giving what you got. It's like, it's easy to love people who love you. Why? Well, we talked about this a while back, that it's easy to love people who love you because it makes you feel good. It's You're loving them because of it's a responding in love to what you got out of the deal, right? So it's saying, well, they love me, so I'm going to love them. Now, that's a pretty normal thing, right? Somebody gives me a present, I want to give them one back. Jesus loves me. He died on the cross for me. I love him. I love him because he loved me first. So it's a very easy thing to do. And I think that's the point that he's making is it's easy to love those people that love you. It doesn't require anything of us. It's just saying, well, they love me. It's, it's easy to love somebody who's lovable. He says, don't, and if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so. So he's saying, like he's talking about this, this being being a person who is like God, right? That He says, therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Don't be picky on who you love. Don't, don't, and again, this is not an easy thing to do because some people are downright unlovable. And so what do you do? Well, it comes back to this. Why does God love us? Is it because we're lovable? No, it's because of his character. It's because of his nature, because of who he is. And so that's my goal, and I hope that that will be your goal as well, that you love people not because they're worth it, 
or not because they're worthy of it, not because they've earned it, not because of what they do to you or for you or what you receive from them, that you love people because it's who you are. Because you're created in the image of God, because you are redeemed, because you are filled with the spirit of God, because that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, that you have been forgiven much, because you've been shown great love, you have the capacity now to show great love to others. Because when you understand that level of forgiveness, when you understand that level of sin that has been forgiven of you, when you look at others and you say, man, such was so such was I, or, you know, I was, I, that's, that's how I was. Maybe it's, that's how I still am, but love, choose to love people, not because you feel like it, because chances are you're not going to feel like it, but you choose to love people because it's who you are. Now, when we talk about loving people, I used to have a pastor that said this, he said, you know, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commands. You know, in other words, if you, if you love him, do what he says. Because he knows what's best for you. And so what he used to say was this, and I, and I kind of like it. He said, if loving, if loving God means keeping his commands and loving others means you desire and you want to help them obey his commands. And I think there's some validity to that. You know, that, that when I look at somebody else and I say, you know, all I want for them is to know him. What I want for them is to be free from this bitterness, from this anger, from this sin that's consuming them. I want, I want what's best for them. I want, I want a better life for them. I want eternal life for them. And so it doesn't matter how they make me feel. Because love isn't about how you feel. Don't get that mixed up. That's our modern culture saying that love is a feeling. But what we see here over and over is that love is a choice. So you choose to love people and choose to love people because it's, they're loved by God, right? So if he loved you and he loves them, then you ought to love them too. Even if they're unlovable, it doesn't matter because uh, Jesus loved you when you were unlovable. And sometimes you still are, and yet he still loves you because of who he is. So love people because that's who you are. Love people because Jesus loves them and he sees value in them. Love people because you love Jesus. That's always a good motive for everything. Do what you do because you love him. Love people because he loves them and because you love him. God bless you. Next time we'll hit chapter five, chapter six. Woohoo! God bless you.